Bubba.com under the... I love living. I think that's infectious. It's something that you can't fake. Greatness is not this wonderful, elusive feature that only the special among us will ever taste. It's something that truly exists in all of us. It's very simple. This is what I believe, and I'm willing to die for it. The separation of talent and skill is one of the greatest misunderstood concepts for people who are trying to excel, who have dreams, that want to do things. Talent you have naturally. Skill is only developed by hours and hours and hours of beating on your craft. Sickening work ethic. While the other guy's sleeping, I'm working. While the other guy's eating, I'm working. I want my life. I want my work, my family, I want it to mean something. If you are not making someone else's life better, then you're wasting your time. The first step before anybody else in the world believes it is you have to believe it. There's no reason to have a plan B because it distracts from plan A. I'm going to do it. It's done. It's already done. The second I decide it's done, it's already done. You can't be scared. You can't be scared. You can't be scared. You certainly cannot be scared. Helmsy here, seven minutes after the hour. It's the kickoff hour right here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Exciting day planned for you. It's exciting because we'll have a member of the team back. He's not in studio, but he is joining us. We'll do that here in a minute. Hello, hello to the YouTube family. See you guys. Welcome. What? Radio affiliates everywhere across this great land that Trump spoke about last night. Welcome in. We got a listen live option on TuneIn. That's our channel. So you can take a listen there if you need to stream us. And of course, there's podcast listeners everywhere. They'll be catching us later on when it's convenient for them. And we thank them for joining us as well. Greg Burgess, how are you today, sir? I'm good. Ready to set the table for Rick and Bubba at the top of the hour. We're going to try to be informative. We might try to be a little funny. We may just completely bomb. We make no promises. Well, we do. None. That that is true, and and we have an excitement. I didn't know this. This is turned at, oh, our morning. Like up a lot. Our morning has turned for the better, and it it gives me great joy to bring in one Calvin Speedy Wilburn, sir. What, how what? are you? Hey, well, you? Good morning, boys. You said get up this morning. <laughs> I did. I did. How are y'all? We're we're better now that you're here with us. That's right. Well, man, you well, look like you've been up a while. Y'all duty to look at him. See, when I do from home, I'm sitting there, my hair's on top of my head, and you can tell that I've just rolled out of the bed. You look yeah. like you got up and went jogging this morning. Well, you know that that is, you know, bald does have some advantages, and <laughs> That's and, true. and and when you can just get up out of bed, uh, nobody knows if you know your hair's been. Uh, you know, washed or combed or whatever, because it doesn't matter. It's just oh, oh, slick head. Well, I want to take an opportunity and thank Eddie Van Adler for setting this up. He came in and he he had this look on his face, 
He wasn't and mad like he was yesterday for some reason. <laughs> he was kind of grinning, and he was. He said, "I'm gonna hang out with y'all." <laughs> he did. He, he he did this. He did this weird thing where he came over and he sat down and he said, uh, "Hey, I'm gonna hang out with you guys this morning." And we didn't know what was going on. Yeah, and Helms uh, didn't like it. Helms I, well, didn't, I didn't like it. Mad. Well, here, here's speed here. back. Get him out. He, no, that had nothing to do with it. Greg and I have sat here this morning, and we try to. You look. I know it doesn't come off this way on the air, but we actually do try to plan appropriately for what's going to happen in this hour. So we thought, well, we'll do this and we'll do this. And I was already hooked up because I was going to play some audio. And then he came in saying, "Hey, where's audio?" And I'm, I didn't, I wanted him to be a part of it, but I didn't know when. Like, you need this now. You want this in thirty I've been, minutes. I've what's been calling him out all week. I was uh I was trying to be kind of a jerk about it, like yeah I'm hanging out with y'all and I'm probably gonna play some videos during y'all show. So. <laughs> like it or like it. Helms, I never. I, I was like, all right, I gotta be honest. I'm just hooking up speed. I'm Speedy's hooking speed. Yeah. Speedy's yeah. back, guys. There he uh, is. Helms, I gotta tell you, I've never used the term plan appropriately. Uh, I, you know, but I understand what you're saying. Well, well um, and, it's and the fault. All right, so let's open <laughs> let's let's open this book and talk about it a little bit. So we were we were asking Greg and I were talking earlier, um, and it was like four fifteen when we were having this conversation. What is the plan for you? Have we decided as a team? And when are you getting back? Uh, you know, I don't know. Ten days will be Tuesday of next week for Tyler, <laughs> and I know. Well, you just you're gonna be getting up Monday and Tuesday and skyping or whatever you're doing now. Zoom. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I I, I would have. Uh, I'm you just know, messing with you. I mean it's it's a ten minute it's a ten step walk from my room. I'm kind of using the terms y'all used to use. Remember when y'all? I mean, I just got to get up and walk into another room. Oh yeah, um, Speedy. For those I, that have have not been here all week, maybe coming in for the first time this morning, give them a heads up on what's actually going on with you. Uh, yeah, um, our oldest son um, has got uh, – well, he tested positive for COVID-19 with the rapid test. It was last Sunday he started experiencing symptoms. And uh, uh, luckily, uh, we, uh, the family, were, were not around him. Uh, we haven't been exposed or anything like that. Just just with our schedule, he was out of town. With our schedule, we uh, weren't in the same room as him or anything like that. Now, he is – He's finishing up school and about to start uh, a job, so he's in a transitional phase where, you know, you, you do away with an, the, the apartment at college, and then before he just jumps into uh, getting a, a place of his own, he's going to get a paycheck or two. So he's just in a, a small transitional phase here. So he's back at the house, and um, so because of that, uh, there was just precautions taken from the show that you know y'all didn't want me be bopping in there with somebody. Uh, in sure. the house that has it, but but <laughs> the, the the situation we're in is that, and we're trying to stick to it. This is day six, um, uh, since you know he started having symptoms and everything, is that uh, he has not been in the same room as us. He uh, he's not you know uh, been within six feet of us or anything like that. So he has been quarantined in his room and bathroom since this started. Now he is about to go crazy. That's what I was about to ask because and this is what I told him. I was like, look, buddy. I said, you know, when you start feeling better, which he has, and we'll talk about that. I said that's when it's going to get really crazy for you. I said because. You know, r- right now, and this was earlier in the week, you kind of feel like crap. You, you know, your body aches. Uh, you know, it's, it's like you've got a head cold and, and you're just tired. I said, now, when those those symptoms go away, I said, and, and it's, you know, hey, I've binged everything I could possibly watch on <laughs> Netflix. Uh, then it's you can be stir crazy. So that's kind of where he is right now. Yeah. Uh, and um, but he is we've held true to this uh, because, you know, we do have Reese in the house and Terry, myself, JC's at college. So he's not not in the picture. He hadn't been around him at all. 
Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so he's, he's in the house, but yet he's not, uh, anywhere around us. It's like he's in, I've used this, so forgive me for saying it again, but it really is like he's in prison because we'll go put food at his door and, he's and then solitary. knock on, yeah, knock on the door and then walk away. And then by the time we're back downstairs, we hear him open the door, get the food, close the door. Now, when he opens the door, he has his mask on and all that but uh yeah so we're we're not around him at all uh that's and so funny. far so good just i mean knock on wood that's about all i'll say about it you know this is one of those things where parents could really take something from your playbook and they could create an environment for when their kids do get covid that they can mm-hmm. create a mini prison and mm-hmm. show kids a teaching moment of hey if you think this is bad yeah, what if prison is much bad? worse than this yeah oh oh yeah no you're right you're what if right. You had five you, to ten yeah. yeah, yeah, and you probably don't have a flat screen in your room either, <laughs> right? You no, know, where you're just no. chilling out. Uh, so, yeah, but you know, he, the the biggest thing is just getting everybody on board, you know. And it's like, okay, now we'll Facetime him, just so you know, we'll <laughs> Facetime funny. him and, and we'll, we'll we'll check on him. Uh, like yesterday, I was like, hey, buddy, you know, hey, I want a pizza. Okay, he Facetime me. I, I'd love a pizza, so I made him a pizza. You know, how many slices, whatever. You just t- it's almost like taking food order. You know, okay. He, he's he's ordering uh, a a pickup or something, and and then we just put it at the door. Uh, so he's he's doing really well, and I can tell he's doing well because he's he's hungry all the time now. It, it was yeah. the first yeah. day or two. The first day or two, he would eat maybe maybe twice, and I'm like, buddy, you you got now to drink. he's getting that strength back. All right, yeah, so. Yeah. So I, I, you don't realize this is going on right yeah. now, but Jax is walking around behind you. Yeah, we see your dog, and boy. and it just is, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to see it's him kind of just bombing. hanging out. Um, beautiful, beautiful home. I have to ask this, and we've talked about yeah. your setup is just awesome. Um, you're kind of in the main area of the house. Or mm-hmm. is there any concern that you're waking people up at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got <laughs> I've got a box fan on the highest speed it can possibly go uh, in that the room with Terry. Now the good thing about Terry and her daily routine is she's going to be up in about twenty five minutes, so that's good. And then the rest of the house we're solid uh, on that. Uh, the you know the boys that uh, they sleep through anything, and really Terry does too. I mean, there's times that she's a light sleeper, and then there's times you could. I mean, you could in you know be in that in the room just doing whatever you want to do, and she's just uh, sound asleep. So and Jack's just walked by again. I think yeah, it may have been Leo. Now, now Leo, it, the Leo, the, the, uh, they're sure. checking you out. Yeah, Leo, which I call the Greg of the two, uh, he'll do anything, say anything if he could talk. <laughs> uh, and and really, you never know. He's the wild card. All right, well, we're going to get a break, and I haven't, and this just kind of no, opens look, they the think curtain time even, to play now. even further. But I know you can't hear the bed music, uh, but I'm, I'm going to hit it now. So you got 30 seconds. Um, and we'll come back, and, and are you joining us the entire hour? Man, please I say yes. Do, I can yeah. do whatever. You know, I, think I you haven't are. wanted to. We, we hadn't wanted to be BIP City. That's why I haven't really joined y'all yet, because when one's on Zoom and all that, you never know. So, yeah, I'm here. All right. Yeah, awesome. but, but awesome. during this hour, it, it's not a problem. Okay. All right. It works. We'll be back, and we'll have Speedy and much more. And his dogs. And his dogs. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, Welcome in. 22 minutes after the hour, it is the kickoff hour. Helmsy alongside Greg Burgess and one Calvin Speedy Wilburn. He's zooming in. His son's got the COVID. Speedy, it was so funny the other day when I was taking phone calls. The COVID. 
somebody mm-hmm. called in, and it was probably the day, like Thursday, when we first announced it that that you were at home. Yeah, I know my days. And uh, he said, uh, he goes, "Hey, has Speedy really got the COVID? Mm-mm. He, hey, hey, how old is he? Is he going to be affected by the COVID?" So I had to talk yeah, them down. Said, no. So you didn't have the COVID. Yeah, you know, uh, people half listen and half watch, and I get yeah. it. I mean, you, you know, you're you? trying to do something. It's almost like sometimes the show's on in the background, so you don't sometimes listen to everything that's said. Yeah. And I would like to t- tell the neighbors in, in the cove here, I don't have it, uh, not not yet anyway, hoping, hoping I don't. Uh, my wife doesn't have it. Uh, just one of the sons, and he has been quarantined and separated from the family since the get-go. So, so how long have you had it? Yeah, because they they kind of look at you, you know, like, what are you doing? Yeah, and I'm like, I don't, I'm good, I, I'm I'm good, I'm we're separated, yeah. we're good. You have no symptoms. Uh, you talking about people halfway here and stuff? Yesterday, Bubba and I'm gonna defend him here. He was we were oh. breaking down the, you know, the the guy being shot and the police's role and all this, and and in his defense. He covered all angles, and one of them was about you know qualified policemen. All well, some people that's all they heard, so they were wearing him out that he was bashing the police. <laughs> it was fun. It was funny. Hey, serious business, Speedy. There were, he was getting emails on talking about why are you dogging the police? Which why do you want to defund the police? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had Bubba defunding the police yeah, by yeah. the time the show was over. Which goes back to your point. People yeah. only hear part of Ridiculous. it, and then they start reacting. It's yeah. so frustrating, yeah. and they wonder why uh, we can't get anything accomplished. Yeah, oh, I, I know, I know. So. So I don't know what has brought this on at our house. Uh, I really don't. Greg asked me this question, and my daughter, Madeline, who will be eight in a few months, has come up with this accent that she will not come out of at the house. And you're saying she didn't watch a movie or anything? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it, it was a show or what, but over the last Down week Abbey? or so, I don't know. <laughs> Greg, I really don't. I really need to get to the source. And I don't even know. Maybe y'all can help me out. What kind of accent? I want to say it's a British accent. It is. I think. That's um, what it sounds like. I know like it's to me. not Australian. No, it's more. Of, it's more of the British. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, not the what they call the the Cockney. Is it's not that. It's the it's the more. I don't know what you just said. You know the people that are real thick. I I, yeah. I you know that anyway. But you got to understand, there will be really serious conversations about getting ready for not serious, so but she like, hey, let's come out, right? Like last night, Amanda asked her to go brush her teeth, and she had a little monologue as she was going to brush her teeth in this accent. Okay, so, so I got a, her to this do this. Going to be a new voice, I guess so. <laughs> so I got her to do this for y'all, Marco Polo, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And and now listen, some of this because I don't know how to get through. You may hear a little bit of us talking. That's not what we're wanting. But I want y'all to listen to this is my seven year old, and I don't know I don't know what to do with this. Amanda even said last night going to bed, she goes, "Is this what we're going to have to deal with for the rest of her life? Is this her new deal?" Take a listen to this. Hey guys, and it, it appears that it might storm out here today. <laughs> All right, so that was that was one. Now listen to this one. It appears it's very rainy out here. It's dangerous. We need to go inside. <laughs> so I want y'all to. I want you to think about this it. This is her new voice. This is every conversation oh, that we're boy. having at the house. Is she doing it at school, too? I don't know. I need to reach out <laughs> and ask the teachers. Send a note, huh? <laughs> so that's what we're dealing with. And it's and it sounds sweet and it's funny, but at the same time, when there is something serious that we want to discuss, she stays in it. She stays in it. I would like to see the whole family get involved. Well, I, I would and y'all just, just for a week live yeah. like y'all are a British talking family. I've what, noticed what's been something. wrong with that? Caroline is a little frustrated because she can't get her. She's trying to do it now. She can't get it dialed in like Maddie has. I think, I think, there's a little competition. 
I think you tell Caroline, just come up with your own. It doesn't have to be British. Whatever you yeah. think you do well, do German, it. Yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm realizing fun. through just going through life with my family, I'm the least talented person in the bunch. <laughs> Every day. <you laughs> Every single day I see something else that I can't do. I would like to see uh, y'all work together. You work on your accent as father-daughter, British father-daughter. Y'all just do it a couple days a week, something like that. You I never know. I, I, can y'all do certain ac- can y'all do certain accents but only just phrases of that accent? You know, I really am not good with accents at all. Yeah. I'm not. No. I mean, I, I tried to get I into wish something. I was. When I went and picked up the hibachi chicken last night and I Dude, gave y'all I got money. Now why why would you say that? It's it's like 10 bucks. Did you do it in I, the voice? Well, see, I did I gave a little bit in Marco Polo, I think to y'all. And in, in in a in a Asian accent, and it oh, wasn't, Asian. and it wasn't any good at all, buddy. That like I was embarrassed. Just, yeah, wow. Well, yeah. And we have it forever on Marco. Just so you know that. I know. I, I know. I do a pretty good Southern accent. <laughs> yeah. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> so do I. I got, I got this one. How about this one? How you doing? Yeah, that's that? Rocky. In, in, <laughs> that would be Rocky Balboa. Right. Right. But see, that's all I can do. You have the Russian I, it, too. I'm about to break you. <laughs> I forgot about, the, I forgot about face. the face that yeah. comes with it. Yeah, That's I'm gonna have to work do. on my accents. I'm not really. That's good all I can at. do. I don't have any good ones. That's all I can do. I can't do anything else. I can't do impersonate. I can't impersonate people, and I don't have good accents. I don't either. I, I, I'm I, envious of y'all that do that. Yeah. Well, who, who knows? I mean, I, I think it's funny though. I think you encourage her to continue to do it, and then just tell Caroline, "Hey, look, you're your own person. Come up with any whatever you think you do well. Just go with it. You don't have to be Maddie. Yeah, try yeah. Australian. See how that sounds. Yeah, yeah. And then Australia. they can have a, a conversation, Australian and British, which are close, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that's right. She, Caroline was throwing the mate in there at the end. And, okay, and it was her accent was not as thick, and so I said, "I think that's Australian, yeah. but I, I don't really know." Kind of hone it in a little more. It's just the kind of stuff that goes on at the Helms house. Well, sounds good. Like some maybe working a German and a Russian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cover it all. Speedy, I know I you I know you watched the RNC last night. When we get back from break, I Ooh, want you to it. I want you to break Ooh, that down a little news. bit. Uh well, I mean, we can have some fun with it too. Greg and I have been watching some videos of of some of the mob and protest oh my taking place as people are leaving the scene yeah. of the White House Seriously, last night. It's very sad. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Did you see I'm the seeing. elderly couple that was attacked? Yes. Yeah, with a bullhorn sticking in They his also face got and... the double bird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these people are – and they ask why we don't take them serious and, yeah. you know, because they're, they're out of control. No, you're right. All right, we'll be back. Hang with us. And Speedy is alive, live, live. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, got to do this brought to you, man. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Yeah, you are. 35 minutes after the hour, Helmsy alongside Greg Burgess. Speedy, we're kicking things off. That's what it's called. We're also getting some light flashes here. Um, Hope everything is well on the radio front. If not, we'll get that resolved sooner than later. Greg, who's got us this uh, segment? This portion of the Rick and Bubba Show is sponsored by CarShield.com. You know, breakdowns, they're awful. We all hate them, but they're even worse when you have to pay the repair bill out of your pocket. That's terrible. CarShield helps take care of those expensive repairs so you don't have to. It has protection plans that can save you thousands for a covered repair. With this protection, you pick your favorite mechanic, 
or dealership, and they do the work. It's that simple. There's no long-term contracts or commitments. Payments are flexible, and the rates are low. as $99 a month. They've helped over 1 million drivers. That's why they're America's number one auto protection company. Get covered today at one 800 car six thousand and mention code Bubba or go online to carshield.com or you can also find them at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Thank you, sir. Now thirty six minutes after the hour. Speedy, I understand you were one of the few. Greg and I last night, we kind of checked out from the RNC. We I think I think from the uh I guess with all the sports boycotting and just two, we've had two weeks of conventions. Um, we just decided we were going to stay away. So, um, well, I just wanted—I had to go to bed. I was sleeping. That was part of it too. I'd have watched it if I'd have been awake. Yeah, well, you know, we've talked well, about that. I say I we've talked about this before. Uh, the time of day we get up, you have to make decisions sometimes on events and and all that. Of all right, what warrants a, a stay up? And I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Um, so, uh, with me being here. I was up, Terry and I were watching. It was kind of one, one eye open, laying in bed, watching TV, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but I did stay with it, yeah. I watched uh, – I, I have caught up this morning. I have not heard the 70-minute speech, which, by the way, I think that was way too long. That's too long. Uh, from yeah. President Trump. Um, if you can't get it in 30, but I've, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm with you. I've seen some highlights. Uh, obviously, no social distancing, as there were 1,500 uh, people in yeah, the that crowd. that was interesting. That was. Not sure what that play was about. Yeah. Um, but uh, that stands out. The fireworks at the end. Look, I know we've discussed fireworks. That was a fireworks show. That was mm. phenomenal. Um, yeah. And then I think the most disturbing thing of the night was post uh, the, the convention when the 1500 crowd had to go to their cars or their hotels for the evening. And they were greeted by mob and protesters. And some of the things that I'm seeing in videos is outrageous. I don't understand. Can you not just have different political views and leave it at that? This is crazy. Now. Where are the police at, too? I know. It looked to be, they appeared to be right there next to them. Well, won't you back them off? If I got a guy with a bullhorn stuck in my ear, you need to get him off of me, you know, because something's going to happen. Mm hmm. It was, yeah, um, they, they had a lot of things going on outside the White House, the perimeter, or however they had it blocked off. Protesters staged a mock guillotine with Trump's uh, Trump doll in oh, uh, in front of the White House, uh, like you know they were cutting his cutting his head off. So that was yeah. good. That's nice. Yeah, yeah it, it's it was classy bunch is what you got there. And, and I yeah. don't understand this. The, uh, so I, first of all, I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. Number one, number two, I have no interest at all. Not an interest bone in my body to help a cause when this is the way you're driving it exactly. home. And I'm certainly not going to hire you for anything. I don't think that's a threat anyway because to, to have the time they have to do all this, evidently they have nowhere to be. Well, So as far as uh, a threat of a job or worrying about hiring one, I don't think they'll ever ask for one. These well, are the same ones who are sucking off the government, probably drawing a check. You know, and then mm-hmm. to go out and do crap like this. I know. Yeah, they don't contribute anything. They don't. Nothing. They don't. Well, it was a it was a beautiful scene. I, I don't know about the social distancing uh, deal and why they decided <laughs> to do that, but it was it was a beautiful scene on the south lawn of the White House with our president speaking, and the fireworks in the background at the end. Um, a lot of wonderful speeches from a ton of different folks last night. Some musical performances that I understand was was great. So. Uh, I, I think the the Republicans did what they wanted to do, needed to do, and uh, and it's over with. And now we'll move on to the debates uh, coming up in the next few weeks. So that'll be fun. 
Is he going to debate? I think he is. He said he was. Yeah, he said, you know, it was kind of funny. Uh, the, the last day of the RNC, you got uh, Kamala coming out and, and putting out a rebuttal against Trump, not, not Joe Biden. And then you've also got uh, Nancy Pelosi saying that Biden shouldn't debate. That's on the last day of the RNC. Now, Biden came back out and said, uh, no, I'm going to debate. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. So we got Nancy telling somebody they don't need to debate. Is, is out yeah, there. Yeah. She, I'd like to see her get in there and try to mix it up a little herself. Yeah. She's kind of yeah. out to lunch. Well, and <laughs> something else happened yesterday in regards to politics. And, and I want to. I know this is going to frustrate a lot of people. And it's, gonna, it's frustrated Greg and I this morning. It will frustrate you, Speedy, hearing it again. But I, won't, I, I, I feel like it's important to play it because I want everyone that is listening, watching, getting this show, I want you to think this particular mindset that I'm about to play from you that didn't come from a politician, that didn't come from someone that's trying to run uh, for an office, uh, not trying to make a point on a political show. This is coming from, a, from the sports world, which has been sickening, in my opinion, over the last few days. Yeah, But I want you to know, especially if you're from the South, we'll just throw it, if you're a conservative, Republican, um, that's where your values and your views fall. I want you to know that this is what the left thinks of you. Every one of them. Okay? Just take a listen. This uh, is so Max you made the Kellerman. You a couple weeks ago that you thought that if SEC football wasn't played, that could swing the general election because people in the uh, base, in Trump's base, would be very upset that they didn't have football, which is practically a religion down there. And I disagreed because they, he would simply shift blame and, you know, if, because the pandemic is raging. And it, they seem to be very low, um, qual, you know, susceptible to very low quality information and easy to propagandize. Um, uh, and, That's and, a nice and way of calling you a dumbass. immune to facts because as Kellyanne Conway, an advisor of Trump, said, you know, she, they have alternative facts. And if they stay in their kind of propaganda silos, like of the Fox News propaganda silo, it wouldn't matter what happened because they would say, oh, no, the handling of the pandemic has been great. The handling of the pandemic has been the worst in the industrialized democratic world by far. He goes on for another minute uh, blabbering about how Thanks, we are Max. idiots in Thanks, the Max. Yeah, we got two things in here. the South. So. If you'll listen to what he said, Stephen A. must have last week said and he's calling you dumb too. Yeah. That basically, if football season, the SEC's canceled, that the people are so into it that they're basing their whole life on, you know, their future and who's leading their country based on whether or not they play football, that they would turn on Trump. That's what Stephen A said. Yes. Now he's come out and said, no, they're even dumber than that because all Trump's going to do is lie to them and they're so stupid. They don't have enough sense to figure out the, between the truth and lie. So I disagree with you. Even if they cancel it, they're still going to vote for him. Both of them are calling you DAs, basically. Mm-hmm. Both of them. I mean, Stephen A. saying that something uh, is you know trivial is whether you play college football is going to swing your vote in a pre- probably the most important presidential election in our lifetime. Yeah. And he thinks you're going to base it on whether the stupid SEC plays. You're that. I mean, that's what it's about. That you're that shallow and that unintelligent. 
That's what yeah, they're both you, telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this isn't anything new uh, to, to uh, Trump supporters out there or those of, with, with conservative values, even Christian values. You're called stupid and dumb and looked down by the elitist of, of, in the media and, and the, the, the left uh, because you're just, you know, dumb, redneck Southern people that don't know what you're doing and don't know how to think for yourself. Yeah. That's always been their narrative, and it continues because that's the only thing they know what to say. They can't really actually debate the facts. I love on uh, on Twitter when someone drops the mic on a fact when it comes to the 10 most dangerous uh, major metropolitan cities in this country that are ran by Democrats and have been for years. Uh, you know, and they're burning Twitter, as we speak. Right. Uh, on Twitter, uh, the responses are, yeah, but and then some childish comment that has nothing to do with debating the facts because they can't. It's all emotionally yeah. based. They, they can't actually, you know, debate hard facts. And so for Max, I'm going to throw this out because I look cool with my little liberal buddies and I'm going to throw, uh, you know, this little uh, factoid about, oh, look at me. I've got I've got the, the facts and, and and I'm going to downplay everything that that southern people think because they're stupid. That's their only play. Yeah, and you're right. This is not new, but what's uh, in in regards to the overall picture? What is new about it is it's coming from a sports organization. Yeah, sure. And, yeah. and sure, we've we've been discussing they not for been years. This before, I know that they we, getting too political for years. The racial tensions and the racial discussions have been happening. And Kellerman's a joke. He, I mean, he he, he feels guilty. He's white for saying. Think, seems like he has to apologize all the time. Any yeah. subject comes up, he has to apologize for being white. Yeah. yeah, but this sort of thing is new when it comes to. You're just basically telling us down here at the South that we live in a little bubble silo. We don't really know what's going on in the real world. Very ignorant, and you need to open your eyes. That's what he just said. Yeah, he basically, Stephen A. said we were so yeah. simple that we would yeah. base our vote on whether the SEC <clears throat> played or not. He said that. Max said, no, no, no. They're actually dumber than that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that yeah. is the last thing we're going to say during the kickoff hour in regards to But I thought that was important to play because – I. I think we go through life and we go throughout our communities and our society and we we think that there's a I think we're oblivious to what people are actually saying about us and and here's here's more truth of it. If you'll go on a sports organization show and say that, think about what you're actually saying in the political world. Yeah. They think we're a yeah, bunch it, of chumps. <clears throat> and I don't know when it turned. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know when it turned. But isn't it, isn't it weird how, you know, when we were growing up or when we were younger, uh, even, you know, a couple of years ago, if you had a point, okay, and someone else had a point, you could debate and you tried to you tried to debate the facts. Agree to disagree. Did, yeah, yeah. It's just weird. But we'll talk more about it when coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. That, that's... My fellow Americans, tonight with a heart full of gratitude and boundless optimism, I profoundly accept this nomination for President of the United States. 52 minutes after the hour, President Trump addressing the nation and a crowd of 1,500 maskless patrons as they wrapped up the Republican National Convention. The guys will continue to discuss uh, that wrap-up later on in the show. Um, 
Eddie Van Adler, he's got the TV control room like he likes it. We want to thank him. Uh, a special thanks to him. Hair for making, blazing. Hair is blazing like he likes it. Um, but he made something happen today, and that is bringing one Calvin Speedy Wilburn on with us. So he Woke joins him us up, now. made him get in here. He looks sharp. He looks fresh. I noticed in the break, and if you can see the shot of Speedy, um, he's got these shelves. I love I love shelves and bookcases. I, I don't know if you like shelves something and about it. You know how Speedy likes I barns. Too. I like shelves and bookcases. You know what looks clean. And there's one. There's one, uh, Greg, over his right shoulder. So I guess it's left on the screen. There's one that's a little empty. Yeah. I would like yeah. to see him put a picture of you and me. Oh yeah. Together, right there. It's a perfect spot for it. And let's go yeah. get some glamour shots made. <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you why that's empty because, um, and, and I'll, and I'll, okay, hold on, see, yeah, she's, she's still asleep. There's no way. Well, um, when, when, JC went, when, when JC went to school back, you know, to college and we moved him in, she felt like he needed more frame pictures than he really wanted. Okay. And, yeah. and that's just the mom in her. Yeah, I sure thought it. he would want to you know? look at his brothers but, and stuff like you that. You know, most college kids don't want pictures of their family all over every wall in, in their apartment and all that. And yeah. so, um, she took a bunch with us and some we didn't use some we left with them and, uh, we just hadn't put them back, but that's what normally goes in that empty spot is some, uh, family pictures. I understand you've, uh, got some things going on with your neighbors. You'd like to come. What's that all about? What's going on? Well, well, first of all, well, it didn't the COVID, take you long. Play that guy. The, co- <laughs> the cove is number one. Okay. Uh, and Greg, you'll be happy to know this, but there's more American flags, uh, on the, uh, well, you're on the front porch right of, of the cove. And I feel, I feel right. I mean, you talking about they're all feeling lit. at home. Uh, and, uh, and because, you know, I love uh, the American flag outside. Well, the, you the are home. the flag. Remember you did the voice for it. Go ahead. Right. Uh, I, I am the flag, but I've also noticed something else. And that is every, you know, everybody seems to be in competition with their yards, uh, here. Yeah. It's so like, yeah, that's the thing. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I brought up on the main show yesterday that I, I'm convinced that everybody works from home here in the yeah. cove. And I didn't know, I didn't know it because I've never, I haven't been here. I they mean, feel yeah, that we, way I, about you this week. Yeah, we have a day off or two, but we, you know, I, this is the first time I've been home in a while, you know, back to back to back to back to days. Yeah. And, and I've noticed that everybody's kind of doing what I'm doing. They're walking around in t-shirts and shorts. <laughs> they're, they're piddling out in the yard. They're taking their dogs for a walk. And it's almost like I'm startling them when I, they see me. It's like, whoa, what are you doing here? Yeah. That's not, this is not part of my routine. You know, yeah, you're not in the rotation. I've, I've also noticed that some of the dudes, uh, they like work in their yard and they kind of look over at me like, how about that? Like uh-huh. the guy beside me, he added landscaping lighting yesterday. Uh-huh. And, and, and it's like, he looked over at me like, are you going to do that? What, how about look at this? And, and then the, the, the guy across the street and kind of to my right, he was planting some bushes and, and, and it's almost like he looked over and said, how about that? How many and bushes know- you need, you know? Yeah, I've noticed that everybody is trying to up each other, yeah. and so I've spent the time uh, adding some border uh, across around the oh, the landscaping yeah. area where the flower beds are and stuff. And I was able to stand up, uh, kind of bent over a little bit because my back was hurting, <laughs> but almost like, how about that? Look at me! And ha- is that happening in you, uh, Greg? I know you you have your own. I mean, good well, that's night. what I was, I'm. Here's what I'm going to compare it to. So you had a lot of yard and a lot of landscape at your older house. Yes, but. You didn't have anybody in direct competition that you could see it, and they could yes. see yours. So right. there was no pressure. Now yeah, exactly. you have less yard 
and less shrubs, mm-hmm. but they're more high maintenance because you're yes. constantly having to evolve because everybody else is. Exactly. It's less it's to like, do, more pressure, maybe more work. Yeah. And so like last night when the sun went down, my neighbor was standing out in his front yard and he was seeing his nice new landscape lights come up and hit the house. And it, man, it looked really nice. And it's like, he was standing out there and he looked at me like, how about, look at this. How about that? You know what he did? He bottled it right back to you. Said, Hey, top that. So y'all are silently trash talking through landscape. There it is. We are. We are just a little bit. We are a little, a little bit. And he'll, he'll say, (laughs) he looked at him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He'll say, he'll say little things like, Oh, Okay. I see what you're doing. You know, I'll raise thing. your lighting and I'll add a bush. There you yeah, go. That, that's that's it. That's it. I mean, so I've got to figure out where to get landscape lighting. I need two lights that shine back up on the house. And I don't know are these these little um, solar landscape lights are they worth a darn at all? <laughs> some mean, of them, they, are, some of them are, but uh, most of the ones that I've come in contact with, solar lighting is not the way to go. Now, uh, that being said, you get a lot of sunlight where, where mm-hmm. you're at so that it mm-hmm. may be a game changer there but i've had yeah. i've heard a lot of bad stories about solar lighting mm-hmm. yeah but well I, it's almost like okay i want to take your lights and i'm a i'm gonna do lights and i'm gonna <laughs> i'm I can't figure out what else i'm gonna do i've got to do something else besides that the one that know? the ones that go up against the house that does look great really good and i like that i'm envious a lot of that oh, lighting uh but i mm-hmm. think that's you're, you're getting power to those what about I don't when think people just solar. light a tree up in their yard there's one I pass on the Shades Crest. It's yeah. lit up. Yeah. yeah. I will yeah. say this. I have recently had mine. Now, I'm going to say I did it because I know what I'm good at, and that ain't it. Uh, <laughs> my shrubs and all redone and added to You know, looks really good. The guy did did an awesome job. And But I got a problem. I, you know, these plants are not cheap. No, Mr. They're Buddy, not. Mr. Buddy's peeing on a bush and oh, killing it. Oh, my goodness. It. It's dying. Oh. He want, every time I see him do it, I scream at him. Uh-huh. But he's peeing. On I didn't know dog urine would kill. A oh bush. no, it it is. I think Jack has toxic pee. I, I was even <laughs> telling Terry that he he is zoned in on one bush, and that bush is struggling. It's like if the bush That's could talk. It. It's like, are you going to do anything about this dog? I and mean, I keep killing. trying to water it more and all this stuff, but it, it's the one, the first one when he comes out, he sees, and mm-hmm. it's dying, and, I, and there's nothing yeah. I can do about it. I mean, I can't yeah. be out there twenty four seven to yell at him when he goes to pee on it. Right. I, I, I did feel I did feel kind of handy yesterday. I, I changed out a floodlight. How about that? Yeah, that's big. Well, that's handy. That's big. And it I went, is handy. I went and I went LED. You talking about you just changed oh, the good. bulb out? Is that what you're saying? What? Well, I no. went and got some new ones and changed them out. Greg. Just the bulb. Yeah, well, that's not. Well, so handy. You might need to go into handyman business. <laughs> well, are you hanging with us the rest of the show, or are you going away for a while? I I don't know. I'm probably going away, but I'm here. We're so glad you joined us. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour. How are you? A brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba Show churning, and here we go. Much to do going forward on the program today, as you can imagine. This hour starts with a national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleam Who's brought stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight? Or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming? And the rock is 
red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the past the hour the rick and bubba show brand new hour beginning uh, we got the real greg burgess we got helmsy we got eddie van adler we got speedy available on zoom from his house as he quarantines because he's got the covid one of his sons has it no problem with speedy or his wife or anybody else so far but i know it's hey speedy's got the covid speedy doesn't have the covid that we know of we're just being super cautious, unlike protesters, and of course the Republican National Convention last night. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's get this baby rolling by bringing in the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. But most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Bubba! Blessing! How about you, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to the Rick and Bubba experience. Come on, there's, there's room for you. Let's go. Come all you thirsty. Everybody. Come to the well that never runs dry. Drink of the water. Yeah. Come and thirst no more. Let's go with it. Their new album uh, out and available everywhere. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you, sir? Fired up and ready to go. I yes, like, sir. I like your shirt. That well, looks good. You. you like it. Huh? You got a VU meter there? <laughs> that, 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 I thought that'd be good for like you today. It. Hey, you're a little hot there, Rick. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, it's interesting because, um, you know, we had we have the Rick and Bubba um, mask that we'll talk about a little bit uh, today on the program as well. And they're, they're you're the over-modulating, new, Rick. The, yeah, I know. Well, they're welcome to, to every day. And and so, uh, but I we have a a, a mask because you got to keep them clean and rotate them. Yeah. And you gave us one that has a VU meter right, on it. Right. 
shocking how many people have no idea what that is. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought I was going to be sharp and wear, it, right. and, wear it, and wear it to lunch. And everybody's like, what is that? I said, you don't know what a VU meter is? Well, I so said, you I wasn't said, around any tech types. Yeah, I was like, the you tech know, people go nuts over. I was like, yeah. you don't understand. Like I do radio, I look at a VU meter every day. Yeah, yeah. And, your and, life and, is a VU yeah, meter yeah, and, like, and a clock. Yeah, and they're like, no, I, I don't know what that is. So I look said, at Adler, how sharp. Look he at is. him. He, he is can a, I tell you what that summer gun in there? He is a graphic getter, isn't he? He can go huh? get an image and a video that you need so fast. It makes a difference. I mean, have you ever, you ever watched how quick he goes and gets? Oh, it? I know. It's unbelievable. You can tell when he's in there. I know. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That little that little room in there is a you know what it's bored lines on magic <laughs> look That's at where the he's magic got one moving now uh, uh, good not chris adler, adler i love it. you as much good as a job. straight man can <laughs> get a haircut but i love you that is our life right there what you just saw if you put a 30 second clock yep. next to it you got it i know and i almost feel a little bit guilty that the broadcast plaza and teleport got a little high tech with it over here <laughs> yeah. i mean i, I kind of you, you're I, digital over yeah there. i kind of miss the old, city. the old classic v you meter <laughs> You know, and a lot See, of stuff. That's, it, that's uh, it right there, but it's it's not. That's yeah. that's that's too modern. That's uh, digital. It's a lot quicker. Yeah. And um, you know, Rick, a lot of the equipment that that I deal with now, they it's digital, but they. What's funny? People didn't like the digital meters on it. Watch the meter go up as I talk. Yeah. And you even see, see these even have peaks too. See the little red. That's about as high tech as it gets. Right? I know. I mean, that's I that's cool stuff. And it's even mirrored. I just feel guilty a little yeah. bit about that. I, there's some <laughs> old school guys right now saying, "Think I'm trying to be sharp." But like in in some some of our ham geared stuff, people don't like that. So they have a digital meter, but they make it look analog. I Isn't like that it. funny? I like Isn't that funny? So it's and and the graphics on them are so good now. You you don't even know the difference. Can I say this, Bill Bubba Bussy? First of all, thank you, Lord, for what I do for a living. I I remember being a little boy, and I thought to myself, if I could ever sit down behind a, yes. v, a, a VU meter yes. and put on them headphones, and I remember the first time that I was at the campus radio station at Jacksonville State University. And I spoke in that mic, and I looked at that VU meter, and I said, "Lord, I mean, I just they thought, were big meters. You know what too. I thought too? Yeah. I don't, I don't deserve this. Oh no, I, I, I can't. That is so. I, that is so far from when I had my tiny little record player with a speaker on it, yeah. and my walkie-talkie with a rubber band around yeah. it, holding it so it transmit. Isn't it weird that you and I both did that? And, and <laughs> oh, Greg, Greg's a witness, and I'm not exaggerating. I took a plastic baseball bat from wiffle ball, and I took a microphone that went to an old push-down yeah, tape recorder. Yeah. And I, I taped it on there, stuck it into the cushion on the side of a chair <laughs> so it would stick up where, yeah, I, where, oh, I could, yeah. where I could sit behind it with record players and talk into it like it was a mic in front of yes, me. Yes. Because I couldn't fake a, me, a VU meter. Right, right. Well, see, I didn't, I didn't have that good a setup. I just yeah. was trying to play some music. I went all And then around. I would call everybody up down the street and ask them if I could hear it. That's so good. <laughs> I would actually record full shows with with themes and names and Isn't songs. That funny? See, we didn't, yeah. have the, we didn't have that production quality, Rick, but we had a heck of a trip. I would fake remotes, tell you, tell you where, where, where we're appearing. I, I, did, I did it all. <laughs> I mean, I, I listened to that radio, and I thought, that, that right there. I tell you, you get your half-waved dipole up on top of the chimney, you can be heard down the street. Oh, I know. You know what? If I'd have had your engineering I know. With, with my vision, we'd have a full- Your production. How about this? We'd had a full-blown uh, neighborhood radio station. Maybe that's why it come together here. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Maybe the Lord, the Lord, he knows what he's doing. Uh, oh, I think about goodness. that old record player. I mean, it just barely played records. Yeah. It's like the record yeah. player I had when I was a kid. I mean, a baby, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the needle on it probably looked like about a 12-penny nail or oh, something. Yeah. You know, it was like, 
And it's just so funny. I, I, I think back at that, and I go, what in the world were you doing? I remember that. I remember when our parents let us have what, what at that time was a pretty nice stereo. Didn't Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it was happening. Right. And then and then I remember that we had in our bedroom, we had this combination of radio, eight-track player, and that, that world into radio there. But then when I would walk into where the big stereo was, and we would take that needle and it would light up when you had a good signal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. red oh, light. Up. Well, the stereo light. Yeah, the stereo yeah. light. And yeah. we would run down there looking for looking for the the, the radio stations that, that meant business. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And and that baby would light up. And I and I would just remember sitting there in that room seeing because you'd, you'd hear the difference yeah. in the speakers because yeah. it was picking yeah. up stereophonic transmission and, at that. Point. And I just remember thinking to myself, "My goodness, that's so cool." I mean, I don't oh, know yeah. what's cooler than this. And then now here we Rick. are. And we've been, I've been doing radio, and you've been doing radio for 35-plus years, and then we've been doing this for 26 oh, no. and a half. Oh, no. And, you know, we got, we got to do it. We're doing it. I know. So it's, I know. it's hard for me to dread work because this is what I've always wanted to do. Yep. Yeah, I think back about the first few times I ever went to a radio station. Oh, when I was a little kid. I didn't think that was even possible. And to, and now to think back about what they were doing and what I was seeing and all, and it's just, it blows my mind. I, I remember being... You know who one of the first people I saw who? behind a microphone? was Ted Allen. Ted Allen? Who ended up working for for Mr. Allen. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Remember being thrown by the delay a little bit. Rick and Bubba, <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Gang's all here. Friday edition. Will of Meat will spin today. Who keeps taking four out right here? Not putting it back. Okay. All right. So I can't say anything. I'm shoving CDs and all yeah, kinds of. You crazy. can't say anything. <laughs> when I record or something, yeah. I don't want it. To yeah. Stop. Stop. Rick, the fact that Put you, back. you were jamming the CDs in a rack. <laughs> I'm going to call that a Baghdad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you not? Well, <clears throat> Greg, no. Greg, come I'm coming over and try. Come on, buddy. I'm gonna go over and try. Come on, buddy. See if just, it's possible. Right. So, uh, Speedy, this is important for Speedy, <laughs> even though he's, you know, he's got the COVID. Speedy, we have uh, solved a mystery that has haunted. Th- us. Y'all don't understand. This has haunted us like there's no. So, Speedy's at home. He doesn't have the COVID that we know of. It, it, one of his sons does. How, how's Tyler doing, by the way, Speedy? <laughs> what, what, Speedy, I got the wrong one. I had Skype up. I'm sorry. So, so how is Tyler? He's he's doing great. This is where it's going to get hard for him because this is day six and he feels fine. So, uh, but he still can't come out of his room. Well, yeah, good, how, it, how long do they have to stay? What's the requirement now? Ten. Oh, ten days. By the way, keep in mind that's totally made up. That's what's really going to bother him. There's no science to support ten days. None. Like, you remember one time well, it went from fourteen. Yeah, to 10. It, remember it was fourteen at one time. This somebody said, "Ah, fourteen seems a little long." What do you think about ten? Yeah. <laughs> fourteen was weird. Anyway. I guarantee Why not go to fifty. Can I tell you the first? Somebody threw seven out there, and they said, ah, "Now seven. Yeah. So we can't cut it in half. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to sound like, that's going to sound like we said fourteen. We was a bunch of idiots. Yeah. So so so, <laughs> yeah. why, so why don't we go ten? I, you know well, what? Hey, I, hey, where do we go with ten? I, I don't know. It just I, think, I just no. think I just think people been out work fourteen was too much. I think. Seven, I think seven is actually the deal, and they just added three to be safe. Yeah, but right. three need, to grow. On. But don't you agree? If you if, <laughs> if you came if you, if you came out as our guest coming up this weekend on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast that referred to Fauci as the High Priest of Health, <laughs> that was good. Let me tell you, that was fun. I I had, I had not met uh, Pastor Brian Gibson before, yeah. but it is really good. 
And uh, I would encourage Boy, everybody to tune in. Yeah. If I could, if I could, if I could have crawled through the screen and hugged him, I would have. Right. He was such a breath of fresh air. It was so great to talk to a man, uh, a faith uh, who actually acts like a man of faith. Can it, I tell you too? If you are concerned about what's going on in the country, he has been to Minneapolis. He has been to Portland. He was inside the chop, yeah, talking preaching. to people and preaching. So if you want to hear firsthand, without the filter of the media and politics, what was going on, what people were saying, how they were acting, he's going to tell you. And he's also formed the Peaceably Gather Coalition, which is saying to our government, the First Amendment says exactly what it says, and you have no authority over what the church does or doesn't do. And uh, he's joining forces with uh, leaders who are making a stand for the church all over the country. For example... And I heard this on the way in. I had not heard this, so I heard of this, so I assume this is correct. Um, but I heard this on the way to work today that um, uh, there were all kinds of people. You know, I, I, I had a fun deal last night. I actually ended up hearing about probably fifty to sixty percent of Donald Trump's speech on NPR, which was. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. <laughs> oh, I bet that was. Gosh, that was so good. We go now to. We'll uh, have to wait, talk all hey, about that. We go now to the president's oh, uh, yes. speech. Um, about a thousand people uh, there on the White House lawn. Uh, none, if, if, very few, wearing masks. Very few. Very do few. you do and, you have to have a heart rate of forty voice. or less to be a reporter for them? Listen, I know every single person, including today, because they I, all I, sound the same. Because I made the mistake of yeah, leaving yeah. it on there. So you, you ever tried to wake up, listen to them? Oh, I know. So, so and you can't get up. So anyway, and then you hear this: the president would say something, the crowd would go crazy. We have a lot of exciting listen. activity planned today. Stay tuned. Yes, Great and Bubba, news. they would pop in, and you brought this up the other day. They don't do this, I'm sure, on the Democratic National Convention. But the president would say something, and you would hear people, you know, hollering and yelling. And then all of a sudden you'd hear this. If you would like to go to where we're fact-checking on our website, we're fact-checking the things the president is saying mm-hmm. about the economy, about the economy. Hey, I am so done with it, the fact-checkers. Uh, yeah, right. I've got – Well, let's fact-check all of them. Yeah. Let's, well, I, I don't that. mind fact-checking if you fact-check everybody. Rick, but the fa- who's fact-checking the fact-checker? Right, right. It's That's of, the thing. So anyway, to the point – about uh, last night and, and what we're talking about, uh, about the, the churches. And so I, w- I heard, now this, I had not heard this be reported, that today is the anniversary of the I Have a Dream speech. That's correct. There uh, at uh, the mall, the Washington Mall, and that today there will be another protest that will focus on the, uh, the allegations of police brutality. And there'll be family members there who have had loved ones, uh, you know, paralyzed like we just had, injured or killed. Uh, by police, and they're going to go there on this anniversary and have a giant gathering there today, which that's their right to do that. Uh, but it's also the church's right to meet with as many people and as close and with or without masks whenever they want to. Uh, and so, uh, and, and last night, these people can sit out there and spread out and watch the president if they want to, with or without a mask. Uh, so if we want everything to be even across the board, and I kind of, I, I have no issue, and I actually love, I'll take freedom and liberty over safety. Uh, because because if you and, and, yeah. it, you know make make the decision for yourself and then if you make a bad decision and you get sick okay yeah but at I mean, least nobody's forced how about this there. but at least you're free uh, so uh, and th- and so this weekend on Rick and Bubba University the podcast we deal specifically with that issue concerning the churches with Pastor Brian Gibson and uh, talking about the peaceably gather coalition but we get into some really deep conversations including what Bubba talked about him going to these places being out in the middle of the protesters and preaching the gospel of peace. 
because that's the only place you're going to find peace anyway. But um, so anyway, so uh, we were we were uh, talking about um, uh, with Speedy about this mystery here in the studio. So if, if we have CD players, which we don't use as much anymore because you can play stuff, off, bed music off your phones and yeah. But stuff think like that. think about when this studio was designed. Yeah, but when it was designed, the CD players were, were top shelf. So there's three CD players. They're off to my right, uh, and it would be down a little bit. Yeah, down a little bit behind me, and they're stacked in there pretty tight. But there's a little, you know, for them to breathe and everything. There's a little crease in between each one. And Rick, that, can and, I can I explain? This is I hope a you rack. It quick. Yeah. This is a rack. <laughs> And and you you have units of equipment that are bolted in there, and there's a tiny little gap in between each rack unit. Yeah, that gap is almost exactly the same uh, width, not width, it'd be yeah. Yeah, width yeah. of the actual place you stick a CD into it. So if you're sleepy like we are, or you're looking over here talking to everybody, or you're working the board and you're going back there, it's pretty easy to come up just a little bit and shove the CD into the wrong crease, which then falls in behind them in the rack. So instead of putting it in the CD player, you were shoving it between two pieces of equipment. That is correct. And the one that happens to be above that CD player is a blank panel right. for half of it. There's a wireless mic receiver in the other, but there's yeah. a blank so you basically were putting it on top of the CD player. Yep, right there. Yeah. And, uh, and, and some of them may even have fallen over the back, depending on how hard you shoved them in there. And they were piling up. And you were telling Tom, our engineer, Super Tom, that the CD player was eating CDs, and he couldn't find them. He couldn't get them. But, but it wasn't because you were putting them in the wrong hole. That's right. But at least the mystery's been solved, Speedy. That's right. For every yeah. mystery, there's an answer. Yep. Found them. How about that? There they are. Yeah. I, 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 Not you, crazy. You know how I felt like these people get abducted by aliens, and you're like, look, I don't know if it was an alien or not, but I'm just telling you what happened. I'm putting CDs over there, and I feel them drop off, and they disappear. You know? See? But there's always an answer. But yet I said, I can only tell you my experience until we get to the answer. And now we have the answer. I'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. Thank all of you for being uh, here on the program today. Have you been to the Rick and Bubba store yet? It is the year of the mask. You might as well well wear the right mask. The Rick and Bubba three-ply washable mask is there rocking the rick and bubba logo if you're gonna look like an idiot at least have the rick and bubba logo while doing it uh and you're trying to be good and help other people they're available uh, i know we've got a back order some of you are waiting on them uh, daniel california it's coming it's settled uh so if you'd like to uh, see the get yours you can get them right there at the store also our new shirt that came out yesterday and there's a hat to go with it uh with the election coming up in november uh i think if we if we all had our, our our preferred candidates it would be yours truly rick and bubba uh, Rick and Bubba 94 is on there because that's the year the show was established. It's an iconic uh, uh, campaign shirt back uh, during the Reagan-Bush campaign of 84. There's a Rick and Bubba 94 hat and shirt. Both of those are available right now at rickandbubba.com under the store. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, the RNC wrapping it up last night with, uh, with Trump. And uh, here's a montage of uh, some of the bigger moments uh, from his speech, 70-minute speech. Uh, last night. Uh, here's some of the highlights right here. There. My fellow Americans, tonight with a heart full of gratitude and boundless optimism, I profoundly accept this nomination for President of the United States.
Your vote will decide whether we protect law-abiding Americans or whether we give free reign to violent anarchists and agitators and criminals who threaten our citizens. And this election will decide whether we will defend the American way of life or whether we will allow a radical movement to completely dismantle and destroy it. That won't happen. I love when he throws in a little emphasis. I feel like that wasn't on the teleprompter. Yeah. At the Democrat National Convention, Joe Biden and his party repeatedly assailed America as a land of racial, economic, and social injustice. So tonight, I ask you a simple question. How can the Democrat Party ask to lead our country when it spends so much time tearing down our country? <laughs> Biden is a Trojan horse for socialism. If Joe Biden doesn't have the strength to stand up to wild-eyed Marxists like Bernie Sanders and his fellow radicals, and there are many there are many, many. We see them all the time. It's incredible, actually. <laughs> then how is he ever going to stand up for you? He's not. The most dangerous aspect of the Biden platform is the attack on public safety. The Biden-Bernie manifesto calls for abolishing cash bail, immediately releasing 400,000 criminals onto the streets and into your neighborhoods. When asked if he supports cutting police funding, Joe Biden replied, yes, absolutely. Many Americans, including me, have sadly lost friends and cherished loved ones to this horrible disease. As one nation, we mourn, we grieve, and we hold in our hearts forever the memories of all of those lives that have been so tragically taken, so unnecessary. In their honor, we will unite. If we had listened to Joe, hundreds of thousands more Americans would have died. Instead of following the science, Joe Biden wants to inflict a painful shutdown on the entire country. His shutdown would inflict unthinkable and lasting harm on our nation's children, families, and citizens of all backgrounds. The cost of the Biden shutdown would be measured in increased drug overdoses, depression, alcohol addiction, suicides, heart attacks, economic devastation, job loss, and much more. Joe Biden's plan is not a solution to the virus, but rather it's a surrender to the virus. We're producing them in advance so that hundreds of millions of doses will be quickly available. We will have a safe and effective vaccine this year, and together, we will crush the virus. We must never allow mob rule. We can never allow mob rule. In the strongest possible terms, the Republican Party condemns the rioting, looting, arson, and violence we have seen in Democrat-run cities all, like Kenosha, Minneapolis, Portland, Chicago, and New York, and many others, Democrat-run. There is violence and danger in the streets of many Democrat-run cities throughout America. This problem could easily be fixed if they wanted to. Just call. We're ready to go in. We'll take care of your problem in a matter of hours. Just call.
We have to wait for the call. It's too bad we have to, but we have to wait for the call. We must always have law and order. All federal crimes are being investigated, prosecuted, and punished to the fullest extent of the law. When the anarchists started ripping down our statues and monuments right outside, I signed an order immediately. Ten years in prison. And it was a miracle. It all stopped. No more statues. They said, that's just too long as they looked at a statue. I think we'll rip it down. Then they said, 10 years in prison. I think that's too long. Right. Let's go home. <laughs> and on November 3rd, we will make America safer. We will make America stronger. We will make America prouder. And we will make America greater than ever before. I am very, very proud to be the nominee of the Republican Party. I love you all. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much. So there it is. Um, a lot of talk about the fact that there actually were people there. Um, I've, had all, I've heard all kinds of figures on how many people they think they were. They talked about how many had masks, how many didn't. Of course, again, you know, we don't hear that discussion about uh, people's First Amendment right to protest. We don't. We won't hear that about the gathering today on the Washington Mall, uh, and and you know what? We shouldn't because the people have the right to do that. Now they don't have the right to tear things up and break laws, uh, but they s- certainly have the right to peaceably protest whether there's a pandemic or not. But so does the church have the right to meet, and so do the people who want to attend the president's speech at their convention. All those things are all afforded. The rights to the people of America. How about old Washington? It's a fun place, isn't it? <laughs> it is, and you, you you can hear sometimes. You know when Trump's talking, and I'm not talking about this is this is uh, <clears throat> this is valid. But I you have to you we're in a gotcha mentality. Oh yeah, yeah. You're going to hear if you haven't already him saying that he he could come into these cities as the federal government and stop the problem. All they have to do is call. All you got to do is call. We'll have it under control in hours. But we have to wait on the call, and then they're going to grab. It's it's sad that I have to wait on the call. See there? You don't have a plan. You, you know, Trump you, does not have a plan. Right? Yeah, and you know what they're going to say? See there, he wants to be a tyrant. He wants to be a king. <laughs> yeah. I promise you that's what they're going to say. Well, you have both sides. Right. Hey, he won't. Why won't he get involved? Right. Why has he got to wait on the call? He's the president. Right. He, the, you know what it is? Lack of leadership, right? Right. And then, what and then the it, other side yeah. is, what? He's a tyrant. He yeah. thinks he's, oh, a, he thinks he's uh, a king. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, but, and we do that with everything. I, sure. I was telling you in the break. I said these fact checkers always kill me because, and I was trying to think of a of a good example to just make the point. I tell you, a good and, example was how people are yesterday when we had a, a comprehensive top to bottom conversation about uh, law enforcement and uh, the allegations of unnecessary force, and we talked about every aspect of it. And everybody who who only looks at it from one side complained that we were talking about only one side. Yeah, and, yeah and, which it. didn't take yeah. place. It didn't happen. Uh, and and it goes back. You, you can't even have say, a conversation. You, you could say that about our candidates. I told Absolutely. the guys before the break. I, the Joe Bidens and really the AOCs and Bernies don't bother me. Really, it's the people who keep supporting them that Absolutely. I'm worried about. Yeah. Uh, but the you know, are like the these like these fact checkers, I could get up, Rick, and I could say that that this week has been a great week because it was sunny five days and I got out and I enjoyed it. Well, if I like what I'm saying and I like the person who's saying it and, and the fact checker likes me, they could go, yeah, well, that's absolutely true. But if I don't, if I don't like me, 
and I want to tear what I said apart, I can go, yeah, but it rained two days. And he left that out. He omitted that fact. And then you can go back and say, well, yeah, it was sunny, but two of those days was partly cloudy. Right. So it wasn't actually completely sunny. You said you and said then, sunny, and it wasn't sunny the whole day. Yeah, and then it? you can go back and say, well, three areas on those partly cloudy days saw a little rain. So we really can't say they were sunny days no, you're right. that you could get out and have fun if we're going to quantify it that way. You're right. And then we could say, well, one of those days uh, that that was out there, you know, our weather monitor was offline, so we can't verify that that's a true fact. So really, when you get down to it, it was only sunny one day, and that's a lie. No, you're right. That he just told. No, and that's how they do it. That's how they whittle it down, depending on if they want it to be a lie or they want it to be the truth. Well, and then you get into the thing, if you fact-check and come up with the fact, what if it's um, not a politically correct fact? Oh, yeah. You can't share yeah. that either. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's out. out. Yeah, that's out. That's out. Somebody get mad about that fact, because that means it's not really a fact that you came from some place. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll break down more after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. As we make our way back. So, tonight and all day today, you'll watch people break. Some of the some of the narratives that are going on in our country right now are just absolutely. Some of them are important. Some of them certainly ha- uh, are valid. But there's a lot of things we're saying now that are just a- absurd. I mean, just absurd. Uh, so the uh, the all loving and peaceful protesters that were outside uh, the Republican National Convention's closing speeches last night. Um, also, I thought uh, I heard uh, just about all of the uh, of Ivanka Trump's speech last night. She did a really really good job, um, uh, and and it was a it was a well put together speech. But uh, so so they're they're leaving, and now and <laughs> Rick, that- the whole I got to say this. <laughs> and look, we we look through this. Like we do with everything, with our glasses on, our rose-colored glasses for whatever we, you know, we want it to be. But when you look at the acceptance speech of Joe in that empty room with it echoing, yes, versus what you saw last night, which may be, you know, again, I thought we had social spacing in place, yeah, uh, and I saw the crowd. I thought, well, that doesn't look like anybody's uh, social doesn't, spacing there. Doesn't uh, look any different than a peaceful protest. No, it doesn't. Fifteen hundred inches away. Not a mask in sight. Hey, yeah, didn't look any different than uh, you know what? What is uh, John MacArthur's church's name? Yeah, uh, look just like that. Yeah, Grace uh, or Grace, Grace, Grace Community Church is that, that what matter? it is? Something like that. I can't remember. What it yeah, is. but anyway, so uh, so so here we go. Uh, so now, as they left, they were protesters Grace last Community. night. They had them push yeah. back. They had them push back to you know, an appropriate space where they could protest, and they brought staging. DJs and bands, okay? Mm. So they were having full full-fledged party last night. And they were trying to make enough noise that they could be heard on TV. And I saw I didn't hear any. I, could I hear, didn't notice on, it. on the radio I could hear just a just a not very much, but every now and then you'd hear a yeah, kind just of noise in the background. Well, there's a lot going on anyway. So sure. anyway, lot, it was not sirens. it was not disturbing. Mm. But I heard uh, a lot of sirens because it's probably because it's a Democrat run city. All right. But go ahead. So the the folks who were there have to leave and go back to hotels. 
You know, they're not all staying at the White House. And uh, they was quite a bit of harassment of people. And one of them who got harassed, and there's video of it, is is Rand Paul. All right, so he's got his mask on. He's trying to walk back. I, is there language in this? I'm, yeah, I'm probably, yeah probably, be careful. Okay. Look out, he here comes his neighbor. Taylor doesn't know, so um, I would be <laughs> yeah, careful. You know, uh, the the police are I – mean, he's a sitting senator, by the way. So. Look at the police having to shield him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's trying to just make his way back to his hotel, and the police are having to push people off of him. Uh, well, yeah, there's the language oh, wow. there. I'll take that all down. Yeah, uh, you know, the, 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 it's if yeah. At one point, he is. Look at this guy. The yeah. policeman is pushed now, why, into him. Why? Why? And Rand Paul actually keeps the policeman from hitting the ground, right? Because they're packed in so tight, and he. Uh, he was on a bi- he's a bicycle policeman. It looked like he was walking his bicycle. Yeah, they were using them. They use those yeah. as shields. They yeah. teach them how to use those with shields. And right. the guy pushes the bike back on the a policeman and nearly knocks him and, down. And if you, you notice, look, they they're putting strobe lights on them while they're trying to walk. Did you see that? Yeah, trying to to disorient them. Right. Uh, if it's not lasers, it's that or yelling in your ear with a bullhorn. Yeah, I would say though, uh, you know, yeah. once you saw, and we'll see what happens, and we will get to the bottom of that, and if people, laws are broken, people should be held accountable on both sides of all of this. But honestly, after what happened in Kenosha, I don't know that they want anybody to fall down anymore. Because uh, some, <laughs> sometimes when somebody falls down, and they think, "Well, now y'all after me," I guess I'll have to start firing. Rick, yeah. that guy, he's been charged uh, with uh, with with killing two people now i think yes and uh, again i don't know all the details of that story we saw the video of it and i don't know what laws are applicable to that what he could and couldn't do and all that that'll have to be uh worked out but the, i saw an interview i think it was on tucker carlson of, of a young reporter who was there and he was talking about how violent it was uh, the first couple of nights he said but the night after that he said no one was out he said, amazingly, after that shooting, everybody decided to stay at home. It, it's a tough life <laughs> truth. It's kind of what the president said in his speech. Statues are being tore down left and right till, till we passed uh, legislation that you can go to jail for 10 years for tearing one down, and then it stopped. Yeah. You know, it's a weird thing, guys. I, I know that we funny how that works. Law yeah. and order. Uh, it, 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 yeah. And see, I don't understand why, and I know why, these, uh, the, the leaders of these towns, the mayors and the governors, have this theory that you let people do this. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know if they think it burns off energy or... Well, in this case, it's got people killed. And, and and I know there's also this bizarre plan we've talked about because we've had people come forward with this information and said, look, they, they're trying to let some of these towns look out of control, and they're going to say, look at the country that Trump has given you. But people are saying, but wait a minute, the whole country's not like this. Where this is happening... You have Democratic governors, Democratic mayors, and they've been in charge most of these places for decades. So there's something something going on here. I don't know if their strategy is to let it look out of control and then we'll clamp down after the election when our guy wins. Um, but if you clamp down, I mean, that's what law and government's primary job, Rick, is to provide a safe environment for me and my family and my business. That, that's what they're there for. And I, I just don't understand why some of this is allowed to keep going on, no matter what the cause, no matter what the cause. Look, you got to have law and order. you got to. Well, it, what you see, in that's the point, and I'm not saying that uh, I, I have this bizarre concept that in every case we should all shut up until the investigation and then the process 
you know, is completed, and then people come out and say, we have all the information, here's what happened, and then we weigh yeah, in. Yeah, do you process? And, and then, it's a great thing. And then we weigh in and say, well, that was wrong, and that shouldn't happen. He needs to go to jail, and I, I, I can't wait to see him sentenced or her or whatever, but that's not what we're doing. We all start being judge and jury with misinformation, half information, uh, don't know the whole story, somebody said, and uh, and then, then we get all revved up. But what we saw is when law and order leaves, just like it happened at the CHOP, just what happened in Kenosha, Here's a young guy walking around with a weapon because he's thinking that law and order is not going to do anything. He sees somebody looting, I think is what happened to begin with. He shoots them, okay, and then everybody's after him. And then what you saw, and whether you and it, and I don't want it to be this way, but just like you saw that guy when he's on the ground, watch this guy. He's he, he's being attacked at this point, right? But watch I, this guy. He's ready to beat him down until when? Until he sees him with a gun. Yeah. And watch the guy who's going to beat him up jumps over his head. He hears the gun go off, and watch what he does next. He is out of here. He's see him right here limping, right there. He's gone. See suddenly yeah, he, on the left. Suddenly, on the left. suddenly he, his desire to beat this guy into in, uh, to a pulp. He he decided I don't think I will because he's got a gun. And we're now gonna, this other guy that right here, Rick. He's he's okay, and he could have turned and run, but he decides to engage him again, and that was a bad decision. Yeah, that guy because he is at point oh, blank range. Oh, that guy lost his arm because he sees a guy sitting there with a gun, and he goes and tries to kick him in the face. Or yeah. jump on him. What an idiot. Uh, but what's, what's in his hand? He has a gun in his hand. Yeah, okay. you're right. Yeah, he has a gun himself. How okay. Can, how I didn't that... see. Yeah, you're right there. You're right. See, there's his yeah. gun. But he yeah. can't shoot it with half an arm. No. Uh, top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 